Welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and you've tuned in to Employment Notebook, where we seek expert advice on topics that will help you advance your career. Today, we're talking about identifying and utilizing your personal productivity style. To learn more about this topic, I'm speaking today with Carson Tate, a career coach, business consultant, and the founder of Working Simply. She's also the author of Work Simply, Embracing the Power of Your Personal Productivity Style, which of course is the topic of our discussion today. Thanks so much for joining me today, Carson. Thank you, Jenna. I really appreciate the opportunity. For those listeners who maybe are unfamiliar with the term or maybe they only have a vague idea in their minds, how would you define productivity style? So your productivity style is your unique set of work strategies that's in alignment with the way you think, how you process and perceive information, and how you manage information. So why would you say then that having a good understanding of your own productivity style is really important for having a successful career? Well, I think many of us have probably experienced the frustration and the wasted time of trying to use a new productivity app or strategy that really just wasn't in alignment with Mm -hmm. us and the way we work and the way we think. And so when you're able to really align your work strategies and allocate your time and effort to achieve your goals and execute on your task using your natural strengths and your preferred way of working and managing information, you're that much more successful because you're that much more efficient. You're also not frustrated. It's also, I think, important that when you understand how you work, you're better able to align with and partner with others. So in recognizing your own strengths, I think that helps you recognize the strengths in others and how you might be different and how you might need to think differently to work with others on your team. And I think this is a really important topic because I think in the past, people maybe had the idea that in order to be productive, there was pretty much only one way to go about that. But there's actually very different styles of productivity that people can have. And in your book, Work Simply, you actually talk about four different styles. And I wanted to kind of go through each one and have you explain to the listeners what each one is. And the first one you list is the prioritizer. So how would you describe the prioritizer and what are their characteristics? The prioritizer, their thinking is characterized as being analytical fact-based, critical, and realistic. These are the folks that love data and they love the facts. If you get on an elevator, for example, with a prioritizer and you're trying to get on, they're going to be pushing the door closed button because they have places to go and Mm -hmm. things to do. And they're very, very efficient, very, very focused. And for them, they really prefer for you to be short and succinct. So Mm -hmm. an email that's a, a sentence long, or if you can even shorten it to just a few letters, That's ideal. And their strengths, what makes them really effective is their ability to prioritize, their ability to be thoughtful in their analysis, logical problem solving, and they have this almost laser-like goal orientation. So then on the flip side, you had mentioned some of the strengths. What might people perceive as weaknesses of this productivity style? I prefer to call them kind of blind spots. Mm-hmm. Um, is it's not really weakness, it's just a blind spot in my mind. And for a prioritizer, 
their ability of focus on the facts and the data that's actually is critical, as we know in business, at times leads them to overlook the broader context okay. or also overlook what I call the human piece, the feelings and the emotions that might be in play. And then they also can be a little risk averse, which at times in our, in our work is really important. You don't want folks taking exorbitant risk with our finances, but there is a time and a place for risk and experimentation and innovation. And prioritizers tend to be the ones that are going to pull back and be a little bit hesitant in that area. All right. And then the second one that you name is the planner. So how would you describe what a planner is? So a planner, they prefer organized, sequential, planned, and detailed thinking. A planner has never met a time management or planning tool they didn't like. Going to Office Depot or the container store is so exciting, and they feel like they've walked into home. Mm -hmm. And they tend to be excellent at budgeting time to complete work. They're the ones that are putting together the project plan or the process. And they really prefer to work with lists. So they might be the person on your team that always has the list and is adding things to their list, and that really guides their day. So then on the flip side of that, what would you say are the planner's blind spots? So if their strengths are this planning, this action orientation, getting work done and being very consistent and practical, their blind spot can be that they get so focused on the how Mm-hmm. of execution, that the process and how we're going to get it done, that at times they overlook the why or the big picture, the context context, and why it really matters. And they also really like their plans. So there can be a rigid adherence to the plan, which at times works. But when we're talking about innovation and creativity, that rigidity can somewhat be a problem. Mm-hmm. And then at first glance, the the third type of productivity style, the arranger, might seem just by the name that it's similar to a planner, but how, how is an arranger different and what are their characteristics? So an arranger is very different than the prioritizer or the planner. So if the prioritizer and the planner are more the analytical, linear, planned, detailed type thinker, more of what we might say left brain thinking, The arranger's thinking and the way they work best is more supportive, expressive, emotional. They do their work best with and through people. These are the natural leaders of teams. They are highly visual, highly intuitive. They're excellent communicators and teachers. And I always say that if you get on an elevator with an arranger, by the end of that ride, you're going to have told them, all the names of your children, about Mm -hmm. your pets, your last vacation, and you're going to lunch with them. (laughs) These are the folks that work with and through people. That's their strength. And the prioritizer in the meantime is just pushing the elevator button, hoping to escape. (laughs) Exactly. The prioritizer really doesn't want to talk about your children or your vacation. They just want to keep get get on the elevator, get the task done, and really not engage. Mm -hmm. And so you, you bring, as we think about the styles, so the strengths, of each style can also be what can create tension Mm -hmm. on a team and conflict. So the arranger's need and desire to connect and talk about their weekend is going to drive the prioritizer crazy. And they're going to say, just get to the point. Mm -hmm. Give me the facts. I don't need all the extra. Mm -hmm. 
So then are there any other blind spots that you would mention for the arranger? And so for the arranger's blind spots, it would be that at times they'll overlook the facts and the data. So they might lead with, I believe or I feel, which is important, but can be so much of a blind spot. And then there's also a blind spot around what I call needing a chat budget. So sometimes the willingness to connect can interfere with their ability to get work done. And then the fourth one that you mentioned in your book is the visualizer. How would you describe a visualizer? What are their characteristics? So the visualizer, their characteristics and their thinking style is it tends to be holistic. Mm-hmm. They're intuitive. They're integrating. They synthesize. They're the ones in the meeting where you're talking about topic A, and they bring up topic Z, then D, and then somehow pull them all together in this nice, interesting, cohesive whole. They really see connections between things that some others don't. They're great at juggling variety of tasks, really, really good at that. And for them, it's very helpful for them to have visual list and use color. And their strengths in seeing the big picture, that innovation, that risk-taking, creative problem-solving really helps them continue to push the envelope in organization. Which I would think could be a very helpful thing, but then maybe on the other hand, it could be a blind spot as well. Absolutely, because always, you know, asking what's next. Mm -hmm. At times, if you haven't built enough infrastructure or folks haven't called up with you, that can be a problem. And Mm -hmm. they also, always looking to the future, sometimes forget to look at the details and some data. So now every person in every situation is going to be unique, but in general, would you say that people tend to fall into one of these specific categories, or do, do they usually have a combination of two or maybe even three of these styles? To your point, every person is unique, mm-hmm. and every person does have a preference for one productivity style. Would say, let's look at it this way. So you, Jenna, both Jenna have two hands, a right Mm -hmm. hand and a left hand. And which hand do you prefer to write with? My right hand. Your right hand. Mm -hmm. So if I said to you, okay, Jenna, I would like for you to write your name in just a sentence for me using your left hand, Mm -hmm. you could do it. It might be awkward and it might be hard for me to read, but you could do it. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with our productivity style. We use all aspects of our brain, so all four styles, but there is a preference, like you prefer your right hand over your left hand. Hmm. And that's what I want folks to align with is that preference and tap into it because that's the strength. That's your strongest part of your thinking. So then once you're able to identify what your preference is, what productivity style you are most comfortable with, How can you use that knowledge to make yourself more productive or maybe more successful at work? Once you know your style, then it's an alignment of your your preferences and your style strengths and selecting the tools and the strategies that you know are going to work for you. It's also as you recognize your strengths. So let's say, for example, that you're a visualizer. And by understanding that one of your strengths is that ability to think creatively and and solve problems, when you work on a team, you lead with that strength. You lead, you come in and help folks solve problems and start to develop that reputation around that 
that skill set, which is a really innate kind of skill set for you. So you work from a place of strength. Mm -hmm. You also then are able to discern very quickly what strategies and tools will not work well for you, which saves you time and frustration in trying to get more efficient and effective. And listening to you describe the four different styles, I can already identify some of my colleagues which style they would fall into. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. So how would you say that when you do have this understanding of productivity styles, how can this improve your work relationships with your colleagues? You mentioned that you're already thinking about your colleagues, and we work on teams every Mm -hmm. day. And so I believe our individual productivity and effectiveness is directly connected to our ability to work well with others. And so the key is to leverage your productivity strengths and the productivity strengths of your colleagues. To do this, the first place to start, I believe, is in communication Mm -hmm. and making sure that when you are connecting with someone, you're being heard and understood. And so there's a quick shortcut I wanted to offer around working with each style that I thought might be valuable, hopefully maybe to you and for your listeners. Sure. And it's to think about these each style and the central question that they always want answered when you are working with them, either mm-hmm. one-on-one or in a team setting. So for the prioritizers, it's all about facts and data. Okay. And the question they always want answered is the what question. Okay. What's the goal? What's the outcome? What's the data? So when I'm working with a prioritizer colleague, I always start with, Jenna, the goal of the project is X. Here is the data. Here are the outcomes I want to achieve. Okay. And so you lead with what they want answered and what they need to hear. So for a planner, the planner's asking the how questions. Okay. And they want the structure and the plan. So how has it been done in the past? How do you Mm -hmm. want me to do it? So when I'm communicating with them, I lead with the how questions. Okay. Jenna, I would like for you to prepare a report that's 10 pages long and uses bullet points. Mm-hmm. The arrangers, their strengths, that's communication, that interpersonal communication, that intuitive understanding of others. So they're focused on the who questions. Okay. Who are the key stakeholders? Who else needs to know? Who else needs to be involved? So when I'm partnering with them on teams, I always lead with the who question. These are the three folks that are our key stakeholders. I think we need to communicate with so-and-so. And here's who the end user is. Okay. And then the visualizers, their strengths, that big picture, that creativity, that innovation. And so for them, their question is why? Mm -hmm. Why not? Why can't we do it this way? And why does this even matter to our team, our organization? So when I'm communicating and working with them on a project team, I always start with the why question. Well, I think that's a really helpful tip for people as they're kind of thinking about their colleagues and how they can use their own productivity style, but also be sensitive to the different productivity styles that are around them. As we're wrapping up, I wanted to just give you the floor here for the last minute or so just to share a final message or maybe some words of advice on this topic that might be interesting to our listeners. I would conclude by saying that you cannot outwork your busyness using a one-size-fits-all 
approach. Mm-hmm. The latest app or prioritization tip or email tip is not going to work for you if it's not personalized for you. So I would encourage your listeners to identify their productivity style and they probably, hopefully have a sense of it from our conversation. If not, there's an assessment online that they can take at carstentate.com and then embrace it. You know, lean into it and choose the tools to work best for you and leverage your strengths. Play from a place of strengths. That's where you're most productive. That's where we're happiest. And that's where I think your most valuable contribution shows up. All right. And with that final message, we will wrap up Employment Notebook. You've been listening to Carson Tate speak about the importance of understanding your productivity style. Once again, her book is Work Simply, Embracing the Power of Your Personal Productivity Style. You can also find out more about her by visiting her website, carsontate.com. Thanks so much for sharing your insight with me today, Carson. Jenna, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. And for the listeners who would like to share your insight on this topic or ideas for a future podcast, email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also interact with us on Twitter under at the LJN. Once again, I'm Jenna Konar. Thanks for joining us and have a very productive day.